Hello, and welcome to the Teenagers in America podcast. I'm your host, Aiden, joined by uh, co-hosts Reagan and John, and uh, we're back with another episode um, on our season where we talk about the gospel. And so um, today we're basically going to narrow down uh, the hope that we have in Christ. And so this has kind of been, uh, it's been an interesting uh, journey as we, we've kind of walked through the gospel, walked uh, through the key elements of the gospel itself. And we've, uh, last episode, um, we touched on uh, repentance. And then the uh, episode before that, we talked about sin's significance. And so uh, we're back at it again. And we're touching on another key element of the gospel. And so, um, yeah, that's it's pretty much a, a short introduction today. Um, I think that just throwing my first thoughts out there, really, um, I think that when we talk about the hope of Christ, uh, when you look at the gospel itself, there, there is um, a huge amount of, of hope, ultimately, because we, when we look at the gospel, it is saving us from our sin, saving us from being bound to sin. And uh, so... There's this there's this idea of of hope that is very evident um, that not only are we living a life for ourselves now we're not living a life for uh, ourselves and, and we're not living a life in sin but we're now we're living a life for the Lord we're living a life that's pleasing to Him and according to His will and um, and so I think that uh, you know now we're no longer when we're saved uh, we're no longer bound to sin. And so um, now we have the hope that he really did die as believers, that he rose again, uh, Christ, that is, and he's coming back again. And that's our hope as believers. And, and so we live our life knowing that and believing that. And um, so that, that's kind of my first thoughts on this. So uh, what, what are your guys' first thoughts on this? Yeah, um, I agree with what you said there. Um, it's kind of going to be um, just kind of one of the happier episodes, more joy-filled episode, and um, the past couple have kind of been a little bit heavier, but this is something, uh, what we're going to be discussing here, the hope of Christ is um, really for Christians only, and um, kind of to, we kind of talked about um, repentance and becoming a Christian last episode, but this episode is going to be more focused um, for Christians, because once you become a Christian, this is what we have to look for. This is what Christ promised to us. Not that we're becoming Christians for this, but this is something that He's um, re- re- that's in the Scriptures that He's doing for us, and and things that we can hope in. Um, and that includes kind of the revelation story. That includes heaven. That includes um, the ability to not be um, a slave to sin. Like I think we talked about that a little bit in past episodes. Um, so yeah, it's kind of the, it's kind of summed up in one of these verses uh, that we have here, um, kind of the idea of heaven. It's in Revelation uh, twenty one four. It says, "He will wipe away every tear um, from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away." So that's the hope of the Christian is that we notice now that earth is not our home, and we feel. Um, constantly uncomfortable with this world and the things that happen here and how we are forced to live life here and constantly messing up and having to repent and things like that. So we know that we want something more and that that we want perfection back. Like when we when our first parents, Adam and Eve, were in the garden, they had perfection. They were um, able to communicate with God and walk with God um, in the same realm, but we don't have that ability anymore and that's what we're longing for and that would be um, heaven or, and so 
God says, or Jesus says that he's going there to prepare a place for us um, so we can go and again engage with him on a more intimate level and be far from sin with um, no more pain, no more dying, no more crying, things like that. So that is a huge part of um, the hope of Christ and what he did in allowing us to be able to enter into that relationship with him um, after we die or, or when he comes back um, to gather his children back to him. Uh, yeah, um, I agree. Um, th- uh, this topic of um, Jesus coming back and the hope that we have uh, in Christ as believers after you accept Christ is um, is giving us hope uh, because here on on the earth um, there's a lot of things going on right now that make the world seem hopeless and make this uh, where we live right now seem like it's hard to go through uh, but knowing there's an eternal perspective uh, makes it easier to live life to the fullest because you know this is not where it ends for you but where it uh, begins and then you'll live in eternity with God. And uh, I think it's important to know that as uh, Ray read that verse in uh, Revelation, uh, how he will wipe every tear away from your eyes and death will no longer have its sting. And that refers to as a Christian, uh, there's heaven and hell. And after God died, uh, he opened up heaven for us believers. And that gives us the hope that we could go to heaven and that God uh, will welcome us in. As uh, John 14, 1 through 3 says, uh, let your heart, uh, not your hearts, be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again uh, and will take you to myself, that where I am you might also be. And that just shows that um, God is waiting for you. And when he decides it's your time to come, uh, it's a celebration for him because he wants you uh, badly to come live with him forever um, and that's uh, why he wrote this the, this verses in the Bible because it shows that he is not only waiting for you but he's preparing a place for you as you if you are going somewhere or something and you're going to someone's house to prepare a place or a place for you to be while you're there and God is preparing you a place for eternity to live and I think that's uh, really cool so that's my first thoughts uh, right, and I, I really like what you guys have both said thus far, and I think that um, I like what, what both you said about, um, you know, the end times and when we die, whether the the world ends, Christ returns before we die, or we just die uh, naturally, uh, like um, we see people doing um, now currently, you know, that we die knowing that uh, we have a a place prepared for us in heaven like you guys have been talking about and i think that's that's a definitely a thing that we as christians can can you know look at and, and really um be joyful over knowing that we're like i said earlier now no longer separated from god we're now um no longer bound to sin and rebellion against him now we have a relationship with him that we can uh, we can continue to build as we continue uh, living our life and then one day see uh, heaven and be able to um, engage like you guys said uh, with god himself and um and that's that's i think it's an amazing thought for me and i I, as people obviously because of how perfect and how holy um god is 
um, we can't really imagine what that'll be like because of the state that we are as humans, be- human beings. We're not perfect. We're obviously not holy or um, any of the attributes that apply to God, really. But we can, you know, imagine, like, uh, I guess, in our heads what we think it'll be like. And um, I think that's the beautiful thing about the imagination. We can picture one day us being in uh, heaven. And I think that that, you know, that really gives us a, a sense of, of great hope that, you know, this world is not anything great. Um, you know, we, I mean, all three of us live in America, we have freedom, yes. And that's, a, and that is a great thing. And I'm very thankful for that. But you get to see on a daily basis, all the sin um, that there is, all the, the the very evil things that happen in this world. You see, you know, murder, you see, uh, you know, people stealing, you see the death of people, babies, unborn babies, you know, abortion. You see all these things that um, are in scripture are clearly pointed out that are sin. And we live in this world, we uh, wake up every day in it. And to think that one day we no longer will be in living in this world, we'll be able to live in a perfect place where there is no sin. That I, I really can't, you know, um, picture that in my mind or think about that fully because, like I said, we really can't. But um, it is, you know, it, our, my hope, um, you know, for, for anyone really is that you would uh, ultimately, that God would reveal um, your sin to you and that you would be able to see your life that you're living in rebelling against him and that there would be repentance and that there were, you would turn from your sin and put your faith and trust in him. And unlike Reagan said, it's not just we put our faith and trust in Christ and that he died and now we're saved. And the only reason we do that is because we don't get We don't want to go to hell because that's not the point. The point isn't that we just don't go to hell. Um, that is a part of it, but that's not the goal is that we live a life for Christ. We live a life for him, fulfilling his purpose and our man's primary purpose as the um, Westminster Catechism says, the shorter version at least is that a man's primary purpose is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. That's our, our goal. That's the reason why we were created as human beings. And so um, you know, we are able to not only fulfill that, but we are also able to continue to grow in our relationship with him, learn more about uh, the Lord as we, we continue living our lives, as we read our Bibles every day. And then, like I said, we're then able to, once we die, um, be able to go and live in a perfect place where there is no sin. So. Yeah, I think it's there's a great deal of hope that we have as believers. Yeah. And like you're talking about, it's heaven is, is not just just so that you don't go to hell, but it's like if you're a Christian and you're living your life um the best you can to be um as close to righteous and holy in the things that you're doing, heaven is where you finally all of the work that you did on earth comes to um comes to a head and you actually get you get to have the reward for doing that and getting to be with God who you've been away from for so long you actually get to um be in the same place as him it's it's a really um exciting and amazing thing um and that is what gives the believer joy to go through um just the same days over and over and um working through things that it gives them that hope that it's not for nothing, right? Because as atheists believe, it's all for nothing. You'll just die and you'll go away. But as a Christian, we know that you will in fact go and you'll live eternally. Um, and if you're a believer, hopefully, you'll live eternally in heaven and all your work will come to something. Um, and it won't have been for naught. And you'll get to um, enjoy praising God for however long eternity is, which is something that um, we can't fathom, but will be 
um, quite an amazing thing to experience. Yeah, um, it's uh, with like as you, you and Aiden have been saying, um, right? It's um, Christians uh, become Christians not only to avoid hell, but also to spread the gospel to other people. Um, but I mean, on Earth, if you're a Christian, uh, it's sometimes in some cases worse, not worse in the form of that you get to live your life for God, but I mean, worse in the form of more persecution and more backlash from people that are in the world because um, they don't understand what you're trying to do and they uh, kind of push against you. And selling it to Christ and getting the reward in heaven is hard. Uh, it's um, tiring every day. And there's a lot of people that could be against you, but you make people meet people that are uh, for you. It will help you through this uh, struggle because ultimately, knowing Christ and going against a world that doesn't—it's uh, you're going against the uh, grain of all these people that are going one way, and you're trying to go the opposite way. And during that time, you're also trying to get as many people to come with you and away from the other people. And ultimately, not everyone. Uh, we become Christians, but um, if if you sell it to Christ to the very end and listen to what He asks you to do, uh, you'll be regarded as higher in the kingdom of heaven than those that don't and just act like the world but claim that they're Christians. And you're basically just wasting the space because if you're doing that, because there's other people that need to know Christ before it's too late for them. Uh, and so I think it's one of the important things to acknowledge that if you sell out to Christ to the very end, uh, the rewards will be greater than those that just uh, put, uh, kind of stay back. And God will reward you for all your efforts. And it's all not for naught. It's not all for naught. And um, it's just um, very uh, hopeful to think about, even though this world is full of sin, uh, heaven will be uh, not full of sin and everything that we want uh, the world to be, but can't because of the fall. And, uh, yeah, so I think that's um, an important thing to remember as Christians. Keep going and running the race. Don't slow up because uh, we don't know when we're going to die. And we don't know how many people we can reach if we uh, keep going full force to the very end. Yeah, and that brings up a point that I wanted to touch on before. Um, that we need to always be um, ready for when that moment comes you always want to be like John said pushing as hard as you can every single day every moment so that you're not caught sleeping when Christ were to come back or um, you go to heaven and things like that because uh, I think there's, there's a parable that talks about um, like a servant and master there's a lot of parables about servant and masters but when the master came back um, the servant wasn't or like it when you want to be ready for when the master comes back, that you were continuing to do your job while he was gone, not doing something other than what he would have had you done when he wasn't there. And the same thing goes for when Christ comes back to the earth. You want to not be caught sleeping um, and not um, trying to work out your salvation, doing those things, um, and trying to live righteously when he comes back. Um, like John says, I think you really nailed that point, John. I think it is a really important thing. Um, when we're talking about this uh, subject, right, and um, I mean, yeah, I think that that pretty much covers everything, really. Uh, that that we need, I think we needed to discuss. I don't know if you guys, yeah, have anything else to say, but 
um, I mean, yeah, that that pretty much sums it up. I mean, we as believers, we you know, as we've been basically saying throughout through all this, we've been we have a, a great hope um, that you know we're no longer just living this life because, like you kind of touched on earlier, Reagan, um, you know, a lot of people like evolutionists, atheists, we just live. They their argument doesn't really, um, you know. It isn't really consistent with how they live their life. They live their life with a purpose, but without a creator that created them for a purpose, there really isn't a purpose. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, like they're, you're living a life trying to achieve things and, and you know acting like every person is important and significant, yet there is no creator, and you know there there really isn't. So if there isn't isn't a creator, if there isn't a, a God that created us to put us on this planet for a specific reason, um, then we're just here on this earth for no reason. We can just do whatever we want. We don't have a true purpose. We don't. No, no one's really important uh, if if it, if it wasn't for that. So, um, you know, we, we have uh, you know our, our hope as believers that we you know we're, we have our purpose laid out very clearly in Scripture. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much it. And I, I like I said earlier, I hope that all, anyone who hears this that isn't saved that that you would um, you know continue to if you haven't like read you know read the scriptures uh get involved in it and um you know repent repent of your sin that's the calling that scripture gives clearly uh to repent and to put your faith and trust in christ and what he did on the cross that he died that he rose again and um and that he's coming back and that you know that's the whole point of what we're talking about that our hope is that he is coming back that he really did die and he's coming back again and we will we'll be able to be in heaven with the lord and so um so yeah, I, I, if you guys are okay, I'm gonna wrap this up here. Yeah. And um, all right, so let's do it. So uh, so let's pray. Dear Holy Father, I come to you thanking you for this day. I come to you thanking you for uh, everything you've done for us, and everything you give us every day, allowing us to uh, wake up, Lord, and and uh, to be able to to do um, to do what we want to do, Lord, and to to uh, be able to live our lives out. Um. And specifically here, Lord, in America, that where we're free um, from any persecution or anything, Lord, I pray that I thank you for that. But I pray that you be with those who uh, may be suffering from persecution or uh, any going through trials. Lord, I pray that you would help them and uh, give them hope, Lord, and give them peace and comfort. And I pray that you would uh, use us, Lord, as believers to to do do your will, Lord, and to uh, proclaim the truth uh, as we just did, Lord. I pray that you would uh, help us to... Stay consistent and stay faithful to your word. I pray that you would save those who are not saved, Lord. And I pray that you help the church to, to stay faithful to you. And I pray that you keep everyone safe, everyone's, uh, everyone that listens to this, Lord. I pray that you would bless them. And uh, I ask for these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.